Hello, listeners. I'm Laura Benson, and I am so excited to be here with my favorite Lotus lady, Zianning. Say hello, Zian. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lotus Chat. Zian and I are so excited about this topic. The topic is called The Art of Letting Go, and kind of the subtitle is Soul. I am sure all of you listeners have it all under control. You don't have to worry about anything. But if you're me, I have a lifetime of trying to control, and it never seems to work. And if I work really hard at it, it gets worse. (laughs) And I suppose you have the co-expert here, too. (laughs) And I have a co-expert. Yes, thank you so much. If you think about the time and effort we spend on ourselves trying to control people and things and outcomes, it's it's breathtaking and it's exhausting just to think of it. Think of all the people in our lives that we've tried to control that mm-hmm. don't act the way we want them to. It's like, um, yes, people. I, yeah. No, I honestly think that it has to do with a lot of expectations. That's the big word that's on my mind the minute you start off just now. And I think for me, especially, you know, um, when I when I want to control on something, when I want to take control, it's because I have a preconceived expectation in my mind. It's like a whole new world in my mind. You know, you got to be A, B, C, D, and you got to look exactly like this. And of course, you know, I probably, and I'm pretty sure that I didn't communicate that expectation. And, you know, when I try to, you know, gain control for me, I think I probably just had, just have too much expectations. Oh, Zian, that is really wise. I I like that. And I think Mm. you're absolutely right. It's the outcome we're trying to achieve. The problem is the outcome doesn't happen the way we want because we're trying to micromanage every step. I just cannot stand working for someone who's a micromanager. It just just breaks on me. But think about how many times we micromanage others in our lives trying to get the outcome. Oh dear, let's not get there. (laughs) Well, I'm the expert and you're the co-expert, so. Yeah. So, Zianne, I'm going to ask you first and then you turn the table and put me on the spot. What are our ways of being when we try to control the situation? I think uh, my ways of being when I try to control it's uh, just very rigid. I think I, I noticed myself being that. And um, I uh, fortunately or unfortunately uh, noticed similar patterns within my parents, not trying to blame, just trying yeah. to notice the patterns. Yeah. And I guess um, when I notice that, it frustrates me, especially when I communicate with my parents. So yeah. um, my ways of being were definitely rigid because I have a certain idea about how things should work and I think I have certain ideas of how it should end up like and you know I'm I'm gonna admit that that's not the best way to work sometimes and what do you think about that Laura? I think that I'm probably quite similar my ways of being first of all is I get very tense because Mm. there's so much inside there's so many expectations I start getting tense That's usually where my mind starts to go into what I call the death spiral. (laughs) You start thinking and planning and strategizing and 
you know, what is it got, what has to happen? Where do I have to be? Mm. And then this is the part I'm least proud of is I usually will go into either directive control or manipulative control. Um, mm. That's sweet or kind or, mm. or damsel in distress. Yeah. To, to maneuver where I want to go. I'm not yeah. proud of that, but that's, that's an honest, human interaction and it's usually to get control or an end result so sam why do you think it's so hard to let go of control um we learn it from somewhere so why is it hard to let it go um, for me, it's because I think it's attachment. I, I think I'm very attached to something um, that is very familiar, attached to something in my past experience that I, you know, presume will look a certain way and I intend it to end up a certain way. Hence, I think, you know, it's, the, it's that attachment to something. Um, what I think would be um, what I wanted to add on to that is that on top of attachment, I think it's also the idea that I'm in my comfort zone because when I control or intend to control a certain outcome, I kind of know what the ending or you know the conclusion will look like. So I'm in my comfort zone thinking that that's how it's going to look like, you know. And if Do I don't know how, yeah. Do you already plan what you're going to feel like when you get there while you're going through it? Yes. <laughs> not really plan what I'm going to feel like. It's more like I anticipate that feeling, okay. Okay. right? Not really, yeah, not really plan, more like anticipate. Like, I know it's going to feel like that, you know? So it's like that, which is not really a good thing sometimes. <laughs> I start thinking about what it's going to be like, what it's going to feel like, how it's going to look. Yeah, I, I yeah. yeah, and for you, why, why is it? For me, it's hard to let go because it's a, it's a, it's a learned trait. Um, we all yeah. learn things for survival. Our ego teaches us to survive. So we learn to survive and it's a mechanism that we've learned to control. It's safety, it's protection. We think if we can somehow manage the outcome, then Mm. we will not have to have a bad experience. We won't have to be hurt. We won't have to redo something. We won't be embarrassed. We won't be shamed. And so I think all of avoidance mm. of feelings that don't feel good, I think yes. it's a learned response. So for me, it's hard to let go because if I let go, what bad thing's going to happen? What, yeah. What's going to hurt me? What's going to... Yes. All of yes. that. So totally. Yeah. Inside. What, mm-hmm. what, what terrible thing will befall me? Yeah, Totally. Are there any triggers, Zian, that you know of in your life that where you say, oh, this is where I'm in trying to get control? Is there anything yeah. particularly triggers? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but before I get there, I just wanted to oh. uh, continue off what you mentioned just now. You know how like, like when we imagine something, then we're trying to protect ourselves from that hurt. And we think that what's the bad thing that's going to happen. But mm-hmm. I want to challenge myself and the listeners out there when we envision um, a feeling, maybe we can anticipate what's the good that could come out of it rather than what's the, what's the hurt, you know, what's the potential negative feelings, but what's the good things that may come out of it? Works both ways, right? Yeah. Ooh, and, 
Yeah, and coming back to trigger, um, my trigger, honestly, is always about time. So my trigger, I notice that when I'm tight with timing or maybe when I have committed to a certain time, I have in my mind a certain way of how it will look like so that I could protect the time that I have, you know, and that also um, happens because of the many characters and, and roles I need to play in my life, you know, as a as working mom, you know, so wife, student, everything, yeah. What about you, Laura? Well, my triggers are a little different. Um, my triggers are when I'm personally and emotionally vested in something, whether mm. it be a relationship, whether it be um, a project I'm working on that I really want mm. to shine. Um, if it's a relationship that I want to succeed, if it is a dream that I have that I've been trying to bring to fruition. So for instance, yeah. I'm in the process of trying to find a new home in another state. Mm. And it's real. I'm really practicing not trying to control the steps to get what I want instead of letting up, allowing it to flow. And I'm doing pretty good, but I feel <laughs> triggered sometimes where it's like, I really want that. I really want that. This is how I yeah, want yeah. it done. And so I have to just kind of, I, I can't control the real estate market, I can't control interest rates, mm. I can't control the contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I would like to think I could. So that for me, a trigger is something that I really want personally mm. at the end. And I think if I'm not micromanaging, somehow it won't happen. That yeah. And don't you find it like a very fine balance trying to let go, you know, have the intention and let go versus you know, how the whole visualization of your dreams and trying to envision it to look like and visualize in your mind that, that you know, in your case, the dream home that you have in your mind. That's, that's such a contrast, no? Versus, you know, trying to let go. I, I agree. Um, so for me, in letting go, I've had to learn it the hard way. I just have had to say, stop, wait, look, and allow. So I have to allow mm -hmm. things to kind of unfold. And when I do let go, it's amazing how something better will come along, or I yes. won't have the stress, or the, the process will be more fun, the journey will be more fun. And I usually get what I want at the end, mm -hmm. it just may look different, it may yeah. be better, it will be better. It will so be. for me, it's the process of letting go really was the emotional part of, oh my gosh, if I let go, then it'll all fall apart. And when mm -hmm. I realized that it wouldn't, and it would probably be better, it's it's an easier practice for me now. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the word allow, and that um, mm -hmm. reminds me of something. I think the idea, uh, what triggers me as well is uh, my core nature when I, when I need to on things really fast. I'm a really very action-oriented person, but this is the moment when it backfires because I go like, what's my next point of action? You know, what do I need to do? Is it this? Is it this? Like, what's next? So I find uh, very recently as I mature, <laughs> uh, it's the idea that I just allow things to run its course. I just allow things, you know, I allow the universe to happen 
and to kind of unfold, that's the word you use, to kind of unfold so that I could be uh, participating in that, you know, and just let the universe to be in control of that instead of me trying to control every single bit of it. So allowing time and, um, you know, uh, things around us to unfold as we go along with life, I think that is one of the most amazing feelings. It is. And people in my life notice when I'm not trying to control. They're like, wow. And, <laughs> you know, we, we all try to control in our own way. Um, I have an aunt that takes it to an art form. Um, <laughs> you know, you can see control a mile away. So it isn't like, and all of my, you listeners, if you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't do that. Everybody <laughs> does it. So don't even. <laughs> But it's how do you implement it? How do you how do you implement the control? How how does it look for you? And I, I I think that what really if we can say to ourselves, I'm comfortable in who I am, and I'm mm. comfortable where I'm at, and I'm comfortable in my inner strength, mm. you don't need to control because you're yes. you're comfortable in the present and mm. allow things to unfold. But that's mm. the journey to get where we're supposed to be getting to. But mm. control is one of those things that we need to unlearn and learn the process of enjoying the trip. <laughs> yes. And my suspicion is that the, um, the idea of control has been working until it's not. <laughs> it's an illusion right. in our mind that it's working. Yeah, yeah but probably in the past it has been working, you know. I think the illusion for me too, of control is thinking when you're raising your children that you have control. Mm. Yes. <laughs> they, they are individual who are young, who are growing up. Yeah. I remember, you know, my son would pull a stunt somewhere and I'd be like, but I'm a controlling helicopter mom. But, <laughs> you know, he still did what he was going to do. So I, I think it's an illusion in our minds that we have control until yes. we don't. I loved what you said. It's yeah. So we don't. Yeah. But why do you think it's beneficial for us to let go of that control? Because we don't have to, we don't have to force life to happen. We can watch it mm-hmm. unfold and let it happen. And think of my life is so much freer and less stressful because I am just allowing things to unfold. Um, I have an example. Mm-hmm. Um, my last client finished, finished their, their work. And I didn't have a client to backfill and I got a little nervous. And so I started trying to control the situation with heavy marketing and that kind of thing. And out of the blue, a client came to me as a personal reference from someone I hadn't seen for a while. Mm. And it's the best client ever. Um, And no marketing was involved. Um, No advertising was involved. Mm -hmm. It was a personal referral. Mm. And all I'm and and I'm thinking, what a great example of allowing life to unfold and to present something. But when we're so busy trying to control the outcome, we miss those golden opportunities. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that um, when we let go of that control, we are also allowing joy and uh, you know openness and creativity to come into our life. You know, because things does not need to look that way things get to look better than what we have in our mind so and by by joy I also mean that you know you don't have to focus on oh why is it not 
look like that you know so then we get to be present like you say and just really enjoy the moment and you know have a uh, just relax and let go and enjoy oh I really loved how you said that um being able to relax in the moment and be joyful Mm -hmm. um we were talking before we started tonight's session about creativity Creativity can be squashed when we're stressed and we're worried and we're trying to control. Yes. But when we give up control, that's when creativity can flow. And yes. I find I'm much more creative when I let all the other stuff go. <laughs> I love that, Laura. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> but we, we try so hard to be creative and we try to yeah. control the creativity and then nothing yeah. happens. So. Yeah, and I suppose creativity is the art of letting go. I hadn't <laughs> thought of it that way, but I think I I could certainly attest to that. I think that's true. Yeah. Our juices flow more when we're not holding on. Yeah. Any last words, Laura, to our listeners out there? I'm sorry, could you say that again, Zian? Any last words to our listeners out there? I just want to share with you that the art of the journey and the art of living life to the fullest is letting go of expectations and the outcome and the micromanagement of control. No one wants to be micromanaged. So be brave, let it go, see where life takes you. And that's the art of enjoying life. So let it go. I love that. And uh, to all the listeners out there, I just want to say that, you know, sometimes whatever you're thinking in your mind, and if it's occupying your mind for too long and too much, everybody is really is too busy thinking about themselves, about how they feel and their to-do list. No one is available to think about you. So just let it go. (laughs) Deanne is absolutely right. No one else is thinking about it but you. (laughs) Yeah, so just let it go. So... If you resonate with that and if you like that episode, I really encourage you to click like, subscribe and follow us on both YouTube and Spotify. And today, our episode of The Art of Letting Go, we, if you notice, we are missing two of our two Lotus ladies and they are happy to continue this conversation. So we'd love to hear from them on this new, I mean, this topic that we're talking about, The Art of Letting Go. In the following episode, we will be talking about finding your voice. So join us in the next episode. Signing off, I'm Zian. And And I'm Laura. I can't wait to see you next week because we're going to talk about finding your voice. And I'm looking forward to that at the end. Thank you. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello. This is your girl, Jazzy. And your girl, Jen. And um, I just want to say thank you so much, Miss Z Anne and Miss Laura, for bringing up such great points. So, just to recap, we have um, we have heard our ladies share about um, expectations, letting go of expectations, and letting go of control, attachment to outcomes and comfort zones, and how the ego has a tendency to go into survival mode. And as they've mentioned, these are all very um, key components for what might be holding us back. So we want to go into the space of sharing how it's important or why it's important to surrender the stories that we tell ourselves, the limiting narratives to uncover the true value of letting go. 
Yes, Jazzy, and uh, thank you for giving us that great recap of what, uh, thank you, Lauren Zianne, for really introducing uh, everyone out there, listeners or viewers to this topic. And um, I can say that yet again, I was so inspired um, just by all the things that they presented to us, um, their perspectives, their life stories, those things that really brought out what, um, you know, uh, being in that state of control, what it feels like, what it looks like. I mean, I uh, could definitely relate to a lot of what Zian mentioned about um, being attached to an outcome, being attached to the familiar, allowing the ego to create, as Jazzy just said, those narratives about worry of what will happen if I cannot control this individual or this outcome or this situation. Um, personally, there's just so much that came to me, memories, experiences in my own life. Um, Jazzy, uh, I mean, just for what you just said, um, those narratives that keep plaguing our, our you know, mental space. Um, one powerful one I can think of is the narrative that, you know, if I don't try to find ways to hold on to a situation, then I'll lose it and I won't be able to get it back. And, you know, it will break my heart or it will change my life completely and make make me feel like something's missing. I can tell you getting to that state of being, that state of mind takes time, especially if you've had consistent experiences where that has been the feeling that you've had, that something is going to go in a negative way. And Jazzy, we were talking offline too about how there's these negative mindset that we could have, right? I mean, that you said um, there was a percentage you mentioned about. Yeah. So I was in a mastermind that I, um, I, I got some great reminders, which was they spoke of, Joe Dispenza has uh, brought up a good point too, where we have about 70,000 thoughts in a day mm-hmm. and about 80% of them are actually negative. So the challenge or the opportunity actually would be to how do we let go of the 80 really hone in the 20 and create a new reality because that is where the the value of what we can actually create is it's 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 the realm in which we want to explore so how do we flip the script create something new so that way we can actually um experience a paradigm shifting oh, i'm so glad you said that um and speaking of paradigm shifting, uh, there are a couple of questions that do come to mind because I know uh, a lot of the listeners and viewers out there could probably relate to this this whole idea of control. But also the you know when the mind when you kind of feel like you're losing control of your mind, where you go into a sense of overanalyzation or anxiety um, because you're in a state of wanting to control because you're afraid of what the outcome will be. I literally had, uh, you know, two people ask me that question about, because we do mention the art of being in the flow, the art of surrendering. When we mentioned in our last episode uh, on, you know, delving into that feminine energy within us. And that was one of the things that came up for a couple of our viewers and listeners out there. Like, how are they able to flip the script and the narrative when they are trying, when they are over analyzation and, and or anxiety? when making a decision? I'll tell you. um, It's pausing. It's understanding. I know I brought this up in a previous episode of how within our brain, we have the amygdala. It's a part of our brain that actually perceives danger, threat, and it's also responsible for reactions, responses. And it could also be experienced as warmth, 
or your brain fluttering and just being flooded and you feel some sort of emotion or just like a, a sense of stuckness or freezing. All of those responses are totally valid, but it's also the opportunity to pause intentionally, breathe, allow yourself to observe the situation rather than be overcome by it. Because there are more than just the narratives. The narratives could be your 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 ego, your thoughts can be your enemy at times. Like that is, it, it, it's a, it's, it's such humanity for that to be a thing. And it's, it's totally okay. But we, if the goal is to personally develop and to master self, then mindfulness is, is so important. And I'm going to bring it back into the law of attraction because what you think is what becomes and also what you create within your mind is also the reality you're creating. So if within yourself, uh, you feel like you can't trust a situation or you get anxious or there's some false evidence appearing real, you have the choice to be overcome or stop um, from that false evidence or you have the opportunity to face everything and rise. So which are you going to choose? What path this can be, you can be held back by your limiting beliefs and your limiting decisions but let me ask you this, is this going to equate to your best life? Mm. Is, is fighting for your limitations in support of your best life? So I do want to give you guys something. So if you are listening or watching, go ahead and please get a pen and paper out and ask yourself these questions as you uncover and explore the realms of letting go. This is what I have for you. So first, Identify your limiting beliefs around a person or a situation or even a memory. Second, change your story. I talked in the past about being your, the main character or the director of your life. So change the narrative. Rewrite your script, okay? Now three, stop the blame game, the self-deprecating language and conversations. Just Take, take that moment to go ahead and say and remind yourself of the greatness that you do have inside. Write down something, all the things you're grateful for. Give that energy, attract more of those experiences. Next, embrace forgiveness, giving grace, whether that be yourself, someone outside of you, a memory, a situation. Really embody forgiveness, know what it means. Master your emotions. Practice empathy. Adopt the attitude of gratitude. And take care of yourself. Take the time to heal. Because you have to feel it to heal it. And once you get to know, you get to flow. And once that happens, like you, you have nothing but opportunities. So that's what I got. Beautiful, Jazzy. Thank you so much for providing our listeners and our viewers uh, all of those great points in that list. And, you know, we will try to make sure that we put this down in the description box below for all of you so you can reference it. You can at any time. Um, and something did come up for me when you mentioned the law of attraction, which there's a whole other episode that we did on that. Uh, definitely check that out, guys. And it was something that I thank you, Zian, for bringing up about this uh, contrast of visualizing, let's say, your dream home versus letting go. Now, Jazzy, I, I, I love that that was brought up because there have been other 
you know, books and videos that I've seen where people talk about the law of attraction. And is it really helping us let go if we are intentionally visualizing what we want in our life or intentionally vis visualizing that relationship and that person and, and intentionally wanting to feel what that feels like? You know, is it really the art of letting go? Um, to me, I feel like the law of attraction being about energy and allowing the flow of energy to go out there from my mind to the universe is a form of flow and thus a form of letting go. But I also think that um, be letting go of the outcome or how it looks like is another way of being in the flow and letting go is what I'm trying to say. I mean, it, it kind of comes full circle. So what do you think about that whole law of attraction versus letting go? Um, I, I see it as how can letting go support what I want to attract? How does that support what it is that I want to welcome into my life? And when it comes to letting go, it's really learning to trust. And so when you let go of narratives, expectations, control, first of all, you feel free, you know, anything goes and it's just, you have nothing but opportunity to have a good time or allow something new to happen. And the opportunity to laugh, the opportunity to elevate as a leader, as a learner, a student in this, in this life, the school of life, that's what I call it. So everything is, a it's like a blank canvas. What do you, what do you choose to do with this? What do you, um, what are you choosing? So it's it's like holding on tightly to limitations or letting go to love your life, to love what you're doing, to live your best. That's what I see the verses as. Yeah. Absolutely. So. And you mentioned trust. And that is one of the biggest things that I wanted to also touch on with the subject about letting go. Because if there's anything that causes us to want to control is that feeling that we don't trust in what is, you know, we don't trust in the experience or in what the universe will be giving us. We don't, full, we are not fully open to receive. And I myself can say that I've had issues with trust and that has made me want to have a sense of um, structure, a sense of wanting things to be in a, cer a certain way. Um, and as Jazzy mentioned, fear, the false evidence appearing real <laughs> in my life because of the fact that I I definitely felt like I couldn't trust something or someone fully. Now, then it goes to the other extreme where I feel like I need to open myself so completely to someone. And then there comes the anxiety and the feeling like if I open myself completely to someone and I trust this person I don't know what's going to happen. And the unknown can definitely cause a lot of fear. And that is where I think a lot of us Lotus ladies are coming from when we're explaining or, or and sharing what uh, the art of letting go really is, is to fully be in a sense of trust with not only yourself, but with the universe. And that that's a big thing. That is a big, right, Jazzy? I mean, that's big to allow yourself to just fully trust. Yeah, even for like our faith believers, whether that be 
God, whichever way that looks like to you, source, that energy, it's really asking yourself, do I want to lead a limited life with self-imposed limitations or do I want to lead a limitless life of learning and being committed to continuous growing and knowing that nothing can actually hurt you more than you can hurt yourself. Mm. No one can actually hurt you more than you can hurt yourself. Mm. It's also our responsibility. If we take things personally, we can either hang on to that or take it personal, take it offensively, harbor it, resent. And you know, that comes with a long list of negative emotions. We choose what we're holding on to. So I am. Um, Something that I want to share is that the perspective shift is this. Letting go can be experienced as an opportunity mm -hmm. rather than a crisis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can be that easy. It's just allowing the surrender to happen and take place. Yeah. Allowing love to sit there, be compassionate, to bring love to the suffering of yourself through your own thoughts. Like, be that compassion and allow the process to, to take its place. And you have to just trust that. Trust is such a huge part in it. Like that's, you have to let go of the old paradigm in order to live a new one. It's just what it is. And once you, you let go, as you said, tell me, Jazzy, what does it feel like? Because I know for me, as I've started integrating the whole being in the flow, it's, it's almost like I feel like when you're in the flow, everything else around you just seems to start to fit. And I'm not saying it's going to happen yeah. overnight, but yeah. I've noticed, I've been noticing things, guys, the last couple of days where since I started like being in the flow, all of a sudden, like um, opportunities are popping up. Even if it's just something simple, like I'm in a parking lot and there's no parking whatsoever. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be in this parking lot for hours. And sure enough, I get in there and somebody's pulling out right where I need to be. And I'm like, whoa, like I thought I was going to be, but you know what? All right. Or other things where like um, I get a call from someone and they're asking me like, hey, like, do you want to try doing this today? And I'm like, I was just thinking about wanting to do that. And I haven't. And it's like, all these things are just starting to come in. Like I'm thinking it and then it just happens. <laughs> And I'm not, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah and, but I and there will be blockages like I can't I mean there will be times when you feel like certain things aren't really going your way like one day or you know you feel oh my god today is just not going but as Jazzy mentioned being a state of gratitude you know being a state of uh being present being a state of allowance and acceptance of the fact that this situation is not going to turn out the way that you wanted but maybe you know tomorrow things will be different you know, I, I think that's where I got kind of stuck, Jazzy, where I, at one point in my life, I was like, boy, today was a bad day. This is going to be a bad week, you know? <laughs> yeah, so instead yeah. of imagining everything that could go wrong, imagine yeah. everything that could go right. Yes. Yes. And imagine what, who you could be in the moment, even when things feel wrong. <laughs> and what can we create? As Laura mentioned, when she said creativity really is it, when you when you allow yourself to be in the flow, creativity flows. Innovation. Like, what can you create today? Yeah, in the flow. Innovate the moments you that that don't feel that great. Innovate them. 
And I dare you to create a perspective shift, like flip the script. I dare you to flip the script on what your negative experience is, rewrite a narrative, redirect the energy that's happening in your life, because whatever you emanate is what you're attracting. Mm. And so you talked about what does it feel like um, when I let go? It feels like freedom. It feels like we, it feels like fun, <laughs> feels like me. <laughs> it feels like I get to be my authenticity, unfiltered, unmasked, and I get to continue improving if I need to. I get to share what it is that's really on my heart and know that since if I'm unconditionally loving to myself, the world gets to experience the unfiltered, unconditionally loving version of me as well. So it's a win-win. I mean, that's what it's about, really. Like letting go is about creating new new realities and also creating win-wins. So it feels like possibility. It feels like whatever you want it to feel like. Yes. Yes. Possibilities. Ah, to create new possibilities. Yes. Yes. And I think all of our listeners and viewers can definitely relate to that. When have we not asked ourselves, I, I want a new beginning. I want a new possibility. I want to, you know, move. I want to change my surroundings. I want to meet new people. I want to X, Y, Z. All of, you know, when you're in the flow, you create the possibility for you to do just that. And the, and you, the universe will answer you. But if you're blocked by these narratives that Jazzy's mentioned, then you, then you're not allowing that energy to come into your life. Then keep fighting for your limitations. Exactly. Until you decide not to. (laughs) Exactly. And that is why we are here today with all of you, uh, our listeners, our viewers, to give you a window into, you know, how you can stop those limiting beliefs, how you can shift that narrative and that perspective, how you can have richer relationships that are built on possibility rather than fear, because, you know, so you, you had this experience in the past, it's going to be the same this time, you know, you know so what? Exactly. Yeah. And what if it is, but maybe in, in those, in those experiences, you're, you are actually um, becoming more in tune with what you really want and what, the universe really wants to give you because I know in my in my experiences when it comes to um, relationships all these relationships I've had have probably prepared me to become more true to myself more authentic to myself so that I can attract someone who is also in that same wavelength with me rather than me trying to be something I'm not and trying to keep somebody in my life by being something I'm not and that is what I found in a lot of my relationships but you know what it's, it's time for possibilities. And I encourage all of you out there to think about if you did not have limiting beliefs, if you let go of control, if you were in the flow, what can you create today? What possibility can you open up? Like what is something that you've always wanted? And if you knew that there were no boundaries, no barriers, no blockages, what would that look like? And if any of this stuff has resonated or been useful for you, please make sure you like, share, and subscribe and comment, surrender. Yes, and thank you all. As uh, our fellow Lotus ladies, Laura and Zian mentioned, please um, do like, share, subscribe. Please tell you, you know, share this video with friends, family, loved ones, and definitely tune in next week as we delve into our next topic 
on, uh, we're going to go into finding your voice. What does that look like? What does that feel like? How can what does we, it sound like? What does it sound like? How can you harness that? We're going to talk about all that and more in our next episode. So thank you all for being here, for joining us. And we love you all. Love you so much. And we will see you again soon. Take care, guys. Bye.